This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about four. No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. And what happened? Just... Aiming too long and just moved a little bit. And it's like, oh no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right, this is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Well, here we are. It's a very special episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, episode 103. What's special, you might ask? For those of you who don't know, it is Bowhunter's Eve right here tonight in Illinois, and we are excited. My name is Steve, Kurt, Eric, Papa Dave, Mark Rife. We're all in the studio right now. Let's get right into it. How excited is everybody? We, we're excited for podcasts, but tonight is special. The thing is, we're all more excited than you because we uh, we all had, like, we've won before, you know, and you just haven't yet. Well, hey, you know, I, I haven't, <laughs> it's Steve, haven't, haven't fought that, that giant buck, but... It's Steve's year. It's Steve's day tomorrow, Steve. Let's hope. Let's hope 190-inch so. deer is what I'm going to shoot, and speaking of deer, gentlemen... This podcast is brought to you exclusively this week by Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. We're all going to wake up in the morning. We're all probably going to shoot a deer, and we're all going to take it to him. Scott and his family are ready to serve you. Knives are sharp. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, the knives are sharp. And uh, I'm about to go. I think tomorrow when I take my deer in there, I'm going to drop off 
a hundred or so working class bow hunter stickers, maybe some goodies. So first hundred deer or so might get, you know, you might get some goodies when you take your uh, take your stuff in there. I, I mean, know. I'll I'll be there waiting for you. You know, I'll already have my order placed. Probably having some coffee with Scott. You know, because <laughs> it'll be about probably seven thirty by the time I get my deer over to him. You'll be order number zero 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 one. Yeah, first off, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get back in there. It's always good when you walk in and see the Smiths. What's up, guys? You ready to? Uh, I'll have some meatloaf, some jerky. Um, I'll try some bec- breakfast sausage. Um, backstraps whole, of course. You know mm-hmm. how I like it. <laughs> of course. I just say I add backstraps. I just throw them in with the hamburger. No big deal. Yeah, and then I come up from the side and knock you out. And then uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're all there because that's like a really cool thing that we're there. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just happen to be there and knock Steve out when he says, "Just grind the backstrap up." And yeah, the just uh, throw cool. it in with the Idiot. burger. I don't care. <laughs> Feed that to the coons. Yeah, just just throw it out. I just I, uh, all, all I really want is some burger. Moon right along. Also brought to you by HHA Sports. Sports, uh, single pin sites, hashtag single pin nation. Um, really, we talk about them all the time. Uh, we love them. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to put mine to work tomorrow. And then also Badlands Packs, taking mine to the woods. Got everything stuffed in that baby, the Super Day Pack. Yeah, I and couldn't believe how much you got into it. You're like, dude, you need to see this. What you got A in pocket there? for everything, like the convenient spots. Like I have my headlamp on this little spot that wraps around your waist. I can just reach in. Pull that out, and it's just easy right there when I need it. I'm not, like, looking around for my headlamp to put it on, and it's just right in the pocket. I don't know it'll be there. My release in the other pocket. You got a bow hanger in there. I was super jealous of that. I was like, oh, man, I wish I could fit I, that. I have, like, a huge bow hanger in there, a full-blown camera arm, a camera, rangefinder, my release, all my grunt, to, everything you need, and it's still – it doesn't even look fully packed. You still is, have a whole open pocket. I, there's one pocket I haven't even touched. Like a, a big pocket, the main yeah. part of the bag. There's two main compartments. One's got my camera arm and all my other goodies, and the other one's just kind of like... We all got new bags that we're ready yeah. to test out. Do you know what They're I got in my Monster excited. right now? My Monster pack? A Mountain Dew? No, it's even better. I've got like six Capri Suns packed in there. It was my niece's birthday last uh, last weekend, so I stole a box of Capri Suns. Dude, I fit them in there. <laughs> you stole yeah. a box from a birthday party? Dude, we were wrapping up. Whatever, I ended up getting like nine hot dogs from there too. Dude, these were the co- these were the kosher dogs too. So this is yeah, how I went down. Steve, well. will you get off your fat ass and clean up? So he was like, I hate you guys. These yeah. are my Capri Suns. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's I, I, I now actually, I, I'm lying. I took those the minute I saw them. As soon as we showed up at the party, they were already in. Amy's car. So. so Badlands, you're helping people get after some big deer, and you're helping some yep. full-grown man steal Capri Suns from a kid's birthday party. Hey, she's <laughs> one she won't remember, but yeah, I've got them tucked in there, so I'm excited. <laughs> Moving right along, opening day. Wait! It's here. We couldn't have opening day without thanking our vets, and we just want to give a special sh- shout-out to all our vets, um, especially Dark Horse Lodge. Dude, go check out Dark Horse Lodge. It's a peaceful retreat for combat veterans. They'll be able to hunt uh, there once they get everything set up, check out their website, darkhorselodge.org. Find them on Facebook. And if you go and buy anything off Amazon, which you will, go to smile.amazon.com. Click that. You won't pay any more, but a pro- pro- blah, portion of what you buy will go straight <laughs> to Dark Horse Lodge. You just got to select them in there. Thank you, Vets. Uh, we appreciate it. this bow season brought to you by Vets. Yep, thank you guys. And uh, Steve, quit doing blah when you mess up because that annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I know. Moving right along. <laughs> blah. Uh, blah, sorry, Kurt. Just, blah, just blah. move past Blah, oh, I said blah, sorry, dude. It's like just move past it, work <laughs> through it. Christmas. 
brings more attention to it. Um, yeah. Well, you got some shout outs. So you it's do. opening day, and so I don't know if everyone's superstitious. The opening day, good luck, um, shout outs go to, and if we miss you. We'll get you next time. Um, on Instagram, whitetail underscore fit. Uh, also on Instagram, archery talk. Uh, my handwriting's horrible. Uh, Michael Kerfold, Kerfield, Clint Casper, Nick McAdams, Connor Segrin, um, on Instagram at Whitetail underscore Experience, um, Alonzo Cadena, Cadena, and uh, so yeah, those guys are going to have good luck opening day because they support us and message us and tell us how well, much you they just, love you just us. butcher everyone's name all the time. Oh, I did for sure. And then the uh, <laughs> Clint, Clint doesn't need any luck, by the way. No, he's already used his up. So. The Lindsay Way winner, um, everyone was wondering. David Lindsay said, "What was my favorite buck that he has killed?" Mm-hmm. And everyone said, um, it, "People they, said dynamite, dynamite, and um, baby G." Yep, yeah. were the yep. two. Those were incorrect. It was a uh, Dougie. Um, only one person got that, and that was Justin Beatty, B E A T Y from Illinois, um, Mackinac, Illinois, is where he was from. So his package is in the mail. He's got a hat, uh, Lindsay Way hat stickers. Uh, working class boner koozie and a bunch of stickers headed his way. So, Good old goodie box. Um, awesome. Speaking of this, right now, so the next episode to be released is the uh, with Last Breath TV. Yes, um, on Carbon TV, we had Garrett on, and we're doing three giveaways next episode. Um, one on uh, Facebook, one on Instagram, one on Twitter. So three separate giveaways. Listen to the entire episode. I'll give you a hint. Pay attention throughout the whole episode, and uh, you have a good chance to win. If you listen, you got a, a pretty good chance. Get some. Uh, Trail camera is one of the giveaways. Yeah, these are probably some of the best giveaways we've seen um, here. No, no offense to anybody else, but yeah, we, I haven't even seen them yet. So I'll, I don't uh, even know there. <laughs> I got the box sitting right here. I mean, but yeah, you don't, you don't get the look. Trail cameras in Ooh. that batch of goodies for giveaways. Mm-hmm. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, moving right along. International Podcast Day is today. Yeah, oh, so today. Happy International Podcast. Congratulations, Day. So, guys! Thank you for listening oh, to us. By the time you're listening to us, you're probably heading to the woods. Out in the woods, or listen to us while you're uh, you're gutting your buck of a lifetime, and we appreciate you listening to us. So we're almost ten minutes in of absolutely no content with any weight to it. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's okay. let, let's okay. let's dive right in, Kurt. <clears throat> Tomorrow is opening day, and everyone's got the jitters. Tomorrow or this morning, it just depends on where you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool thing about this year is typically opening day, it's hot. And it doesn't feel like deer season. It does, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, yep. eh, it's opening day. So the cool thing is the cool temperature, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> good yes. temperature drop this week. Like, perfect <laughs> timing. Um, all day today, it was an overcast, drizzly day. It was kind of like misting. We couldn't ask for a better yeah. week Oh no, for opening day. Yeah, for See, sure. Cause I, can, I, can I set the table on how the weather's been? Like, last week, uh, I was I was getting the final touches on, on putting the sight tape on my, on my HHA. And I, when I was out there shooting, I was immediately covered in sweat. Like, I, it was just so humid. And I was like, dude, you know, the season's like a week and a half away or whatever. And then the following Tuesday, this last Tuesday, I went out and I had to wear a hoodie. A sweatshirt, yeah. And it was just, rather weather within two days. Yeah, because it started amazing. on like, you know, like a Monday. And it, it went from being, you know, 87 with like 87% humidity to <laughs> all of a sudden Monday being 66 with 40 percent humidity you know it it couldn't have come at a better time and dude i was yeah. so hot i was on suicide watch 
I did not want to go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, you going to be okay, dude? <laughs> and then I saw that cold front coming, and things got happy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's supposed to rain in the morning, and there's a north wind. And mm. normally it doesn't really – like the rain don't bother me because it's not supposed to rain all day. If it does in the morning, yeah. then, you know, that could be great. A little crazy. drizzling can hurt no one. Oh, or just make it better. One I'm looking at, it was kind of damp today, and – It'll make it quiet going in tomorrow morning. Absolutely. And, and then there, there's the guys that we can maybe talk about this a little bit. Um, it depends on your situation and your property and how much time you actually get to hunt is don't hunt. A lot of guys say don't hunt mornings early season, like wait till mid, late October for you start hunting your mornings because you're going to push the deer going back to bed. But it's opening day. But it's opening day and <laughs> I'm out of vacation this year, so uh, I didn't have any. So I... I'm going to throw all out the window, and I'm just going to hustle. That's my strategy. It might pay that, off. That's a good strategy to have. That's my strategy for the season. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because, hey, maybe the property next to you, that guy uh, ruins his whole season and drives that big buck right to you. Yeah. Could happen. Could Anything happen. happen. Anything never happen. know. We lost some ground this year, my father and I. Yes, we do. So we are going to move right along and hustle that's really the, the the basics so the podcast is over thanks guys for listening yeah hey sorry <laughs> we lost ground that was the whole deal so we yeah. gotta go we gotta go to bed it's opening day later. but we don't have anywhere to hunt so, <laughs> so um <laughs> it's like oh, i'm hunting shucks. steve's property i could hunt your property steve and you wouldn't even know i was there because you're never out there i guarantee i know you're there i can see every stand from one stand not if my stands are higher <laughs> you ain't getting too much higher much higher than yours? How yours high do you like think you're going to get at the petting zoo? Higher Come on now. Higher than a tire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, a little bit higher than a tire you're sitting on there, Steve. A little bit, man. <laughs> you know, no, we got a monster truck tire pulled out there for you me grab, so I can get a little bit up. Got a couple step stools. Yeah, we're sitting pretty. Graduated to a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, <laughs> moving up in the world, huh? We should have a uh, we should do like a funny thing for like our YouTuber on Facebook. We should do a hang on stand hanging like speak competition, oh, like, yeah. like the jurors used to do on Dream Season. Yeah. Remember that? We should do that. We should take out like the sticks and find two trees like close next to each other. Mark, you might have a, a set at your place yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, and we could do Ready, a timed. Set, go. Yeah, we could do a, t- a time. Let's, maybe, let's do that. Maybe the next working class bow hunter shoot, we'll do something like that, like there a competition. Like yeah, that. it'll it'll be Kurt hanging a stand and me watching him hang my stand while I hand him five yeah. bucks. <laughs> we'll have climbing sticks and we'll give him screwing tree steps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Work it. The rusty ones. <laughs> have fun. Wait till you get about 13 feet up. There's one missing. I, uh, no, man, I'm, I'm, I just, I've been looking so forward to this. And the, it really hit me when the weather broke because you're like, dude, you don't want to go out there when it's miserable. And you got mosquitoes. I remember Hot last year. Bugs and everything else. Terrible. Yeah, you know, last year we didn't have this. Um, yeah, actually throughout the season, I remember like late into November, uh, not maybe not late, probably early to mid November. There was a couple days that it was probably 70 ish and there was like mosquitoes everywhere. And I'm like, dude, this is November. This doesn't You guys want to make a bet? Let's hear it. Who kills first? Oh, I already told you I was, I'm like, I'm so saying, all right, what time what am I going to get them? All right. Let's wait, make a bet then. What do you want to bet? 
Well, it's got to be a deer, Steve, Steve, not a squirrel. The only thing Steve has to wager, <laughs> the only thing Steve has to wager is Capri Suns, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. Those they're aren't on the table, son. Oh, they're not? Because most of them are probably gone. I, I lied to you guys. Those Capri Suns are long gone. <laughs> they didn't even make it to the tree. Oh, yet. no. They, they were heading to my bag, but they hit my bladder instead. Yeah. So what else? <laughs> so we could do a bet, like, okay, a, a doe. It could be anything. Okay. Um, Just the very first kill. Yep, the first kill. Who will strike first? I'm killing a squirrel tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> no, it has to be a deer. Oh, well, you didn't say that. Well, <laughs> doe or buck. Okay, okay. Or other. Depends on how politically correct we want to be. Um, <laughs> so, glad you threw that in. Uh, tra- Trevor's, right. Trevor's case, he shot a yeah. doe with an antler doe. No wiener on that one. <laughs> well, vague. That is correct. Way to what? put it out there. All right, so uh, so what are, we, what are we throwing out there, Kurt? What 30, do you think? 30 pack. I'll bet you, if you kill a deer before me this season, I'll let you punch me in the face. Sweet. No. Right really? no if I, want... I kill a deer before you this season, you have to get my name tattooed on you. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Where? Curtis Geyer. Um, <laughs> Full name, middle name, too? <laughs> Curtis, I'm regretting I even offered that up. Oh right no, away. and it's on it's on record now. Um, oh no, all right, <laughs> no, dude, no, because if I'm the, getting attacked, no, you, you need something back. Because like if I if I punch you in the face, you're going into an immediate coma and you'll never wake up again. So we need to pull that. So the tattoo and the punch in the face, those are for everything. So what? what we got to do That's something. For everything. You, you you pay for the processing. There you go. That's a good good thing we know a guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Nah, money's too easy. You got to make it physical. Some kind of physical. No, physical is way too hard. You got to wash his truck for for a month. You'll never get the money. You got to get the labor. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Let's be real. Steve and labor. Yeah, right, because I'm going to hire it out to labor ready. So so is this a bet between all of us or just me and you? I don't know. It seems like it's me and you because we've made awkward eye contact. You guys have been staring at each other. So I think it's just between you two. Between me and Steve. Okay, all right. What's All right. How about this? Okay, I got this. So I'm taking Sam out tomorrow afternoon. Okay. If I kill before you, we'll make that separate bet. But if I kill and Sam kills before oh, no. you, oh, then I get done. to punch you in the face. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> Shake hands. That's Shake a, hands. That's a two to one. Oh, hold on. Hold on. But let me throw what I got in the table. Okay. If <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> if I kill before you, period, okay. you have to let me take Sam out to dinner. And she pays. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, okay. Deal. But she, she pays. <laughs> Sam's going to go, son of a bitch, Kurt. Why did you put me up to this? Yeah, because you know it as soon as I'm like, Kurt, I think I just shut up. It really, it really has nothing to do with Kurt. Yeah. Take him to the buffet. It's a flat rate. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter how many plates it is. Yeah. Nine right? bucks. <laughs> oh, dude, me and Sam are going, you know what? I'll make it even sweeter. Sam, if I, if I shoot a deer before you, Sam has to take me on a date to Golden Corral on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, jeez. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. That's not even possible. Like, we actually have family we care about that we're going to be with on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I, I don't care. Is that your, like, childhood dream to do that? <laughs> what? Steve, you have, Golden I, Corral have a pretty girl take me to Golden Corral on Thanksgiving? You're... Damn right it is. So what's, so <laughs> right, what's, so what's Amy what's, doing while my girlfriend is with you at Golden Corral? I don't know. Why don't you take her to some fine sushi place? I don't care. This is not about her right now. <laughs> okay. So All right. Let's let's make a real let's make a real wager. A real bet, all right. A real wager. So hey, what? Oh, go ahead. 
We're gonna make a real wager. If, okay, real wager. If and you guys can give your input. If I kill before Steve, what does Steve have to do? How is that a wager? You're asking us. Well, I'm, I need some input. I need. I don't know. Um, Steve's got to wash my truck once a week for a month. So like three times. You got to like watch hand my, wash. Yep, hand wash. Full Inside, blown. outside. Boom. He'll scratch it all up with his belt buckle. <laughs> no. Dude, I haven't had a belt that fit in years. He's, so he's got to do it like that. straight uh, beach girl. No, I got style. it. No. I got it. In okay. the front yard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got to buy beverages for every podcast for a whole month. There yep. you go. Yep. There you there go. Okay. There, ding, that's ding, a good ding, one. Ding, ding. You're going to buy okay. Bush lattes for a month of podcasting. Okay. And like, and if that's you, a good deal because yeah, he never a, brings any. So if you if you kill before me, <laughs> if I kill before you, all right. Here's what I want. <laughs> I'll take I'll take you out. We'll go get some steaks, and then we'll go get like the finest fucking whiskey we can find at any bar around. <laughs> okay, that's a deal. Oh, you know what? Oh yeah, steak and whiskey dinner. That's on the table, man. I've. Man, I Did you see playing. how big his eyes got? I wasn't planning on going hunting tomorrow, but I might yeah. as well yeah. <laughs> stake and whiskey in it for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So We're rambling about nothing right yeah, now. Yeah, no. All right. I get it. All right. So you killed before me. Uh, Beer. So, yeah, beverages. Month. A month. <laughs> month straight. But I Done. killed before you. Fancy dinner. Steak dinner. Steak Can- dinner. Candles. Great whiskey. whiskey. Sam's coming too, right? Yep. No, 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 no just, just, just me and you. Just me and you. Don't make it awkward. Well, there it is. Okay, anyway. Okay, mo- I, on. I, I'm down with that. So, what's, what's the wind doing tomorrow? Does anybody know? <laughs> North wind. North, North, North wind. North wind. Five, right. five miles per hour? Six, Sweet. actually. Sweet. But yeah, something like that. Five, six. So, I was hoping, I was worried it was going to be like real gusty. Yeah, it's been the last two or three days. It's been real bad. Who's gust? All right, let me, let me transition into this. What app do you guys use? To that's a good question. Determine like weather because I know I don't trust Weather Channel app at all because I always say, "Oh, rain's starting at six forty-five." Well, it's six forty-nine. I don't see anything, so I automatically don't trust them. Do you have an app that you guys like to use, or do you go to like some NOAA NOAA or whatever the government? What do oh, you guys do? NOAA. I, I like use it. I use Hunt Stand. That's what I do. Hunt yeah. Stand Light Hunt, or Hunt something. Stand. Yep. Weather Underground. So you do weather underground sometimes, yeah. So I grabbed <clears throat> Hunt Stand. I went on there today to check. You know, how it gives you like the wind circle. It shows you like yeah. the red zone. It gives you a cone. It gives you your scent cone. They yeah. call it. I get yeah. on there and it's like cannot retrieve weather data for this location. And like I tried all of them, and so my weather data is not working. I went into my settings and tried to get it all to work, and it's not. I don't know because you're in the boondocks. <laughs> I don't know. I had service, man, for everything else. I don't know what was going on. So that I don't know what's going on. I like on Hunt that. Stand. That's the best one I found. Because <clears throat> you we'll can actually set stand locations. You know, you can drop a pin and everything. That's the one you have the scent cone on, too, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. I think yep. I had that a couple years ago, but I had it when I had an Android. Um, because I'll if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was either on iOS or Android. And, you know, everybody, it was the rave. Um, plus, if you downloaded, you could have won. Uh, well, that was like Louisiana first, Hunt. That was like the first hunting yeah. app that came out, pretty much. Yeah. I um. Yeah, mine's not working. I don't even think mm. I downloaded on my new phone yet. I had this. Uh, I had this idea because Kurt, you've got um, what's that uh, little deal? You got like your little weather. Uh, yeah, there's the... no weather data for or for this hunting area. I don't know why it's doing that on my app. Maybe I need to delete it, re-download it. But uh, yeah, I have like a little weather station thing, but that, I don't think it tells wind direction. 
Uh, I think you can do. get them that you can. Yeah. And what I would like... Got a little spinny thing on Because it. that one's, like, close. If I was a smart man, I would figure out a way to set one of those at your hunting property so you know exactly what it is. Because if you're, you know, if you hunt four miles away from your house, you could tell what that is. But for me, I'm hunting about 15 miles from my house. So there could be a pretty big difference, you know, temperature. Maybe the wind's kind of swirling over there. It would just be nice to have that precise. What my dad and I and all our guys in hunting camp used to rely 100% on, and this is like guys killing big deer, all this, uh, NOAA NOAA weather radio. And we'd all sit around and listen to the robotic radio. Oh, yeah. And and I still love it because I have that engraved in my head of growing up in hunting camp of Mr. Noah weather radio. (laughs) And it's funny. I had that playing. I was like, like really listening to it to get the radio. And I don't mind it. And Dakota's with me. He's like, dude, will you shut off the World War II radio? <laughs> Wait, Dave's got the uh, crummy mic. Dave, get right up on the mic and say, when coming southwest. <laughs> Dude, let's hear it. Actually, it, it, it was great. Good memory. Oh, yeah. yeah. My northwest lot. wind's coming yeah. Tuesday. For Rock Island County. <laughs> thunderstorm alert for <laughs> I, I love noah i don't know why i do but i think it's super cool yeah i mean it's it's accurate because you know it's the government that's buy an alarm point. clock that's what i do my alarm clock's got weather radio on it and i sit down on the edge of the bed and listen to it every night before i go to sleep go hunt and see what the wind's gonna do so i don't only count on my phone i use the weather radio too like you're saying and interesting it's, well it's, where we were that's all we had we didn't have smartphones yeah, right yeah, right yeah. right and, and we really didn't get any tv stations well, Jim had this yellow, I don't know who made it. It was this yellow just weather survival radio thing, like emergency radio. The yellow thing, and that thing lasted years. I guarantee he still has it. Is that the one with the crank on the back where you could crank it up no, and charge it? No, it's like because, waterproof and everything. Because I had the one with the crank, so if you're out, but I hated it because it only kept it charged for a little bit. Yeah, and like I'm like, five seconds. I, I'm like, I want one with a battery in it, and I can't find one like what Jim had. I've looked and looked and looked on, on Cabela's and all that. Hmm. And I guarantee he still has the same one. It still probably works. I'm sure he does. Um, just a little handheld thing. Looks like a walkie-talkie, but stands straight up. It's got a little compass on the top. Um, but what do you guys use to our listeners? What, what do you use for weather, for hunting? What's the most accurate? Because I'm sure we could break it down. Someone probably uses this app or this app or this station. Or, or Grandpa. <laughs> or, or grandpa, yeah. Or you, the cows are up feeding and the horses are up feeding, so the deer are moving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're on their bellies. They're not. Or do you use the? What are the things on top of your house or a barn that wind vane? Oh, use a wind vane. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, yep, that's what All I'm right. doing. Yeah, it's and like superstitions too, like that. Like cows laying down. Yeah. Deer aren't moving today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you guys got. I've actually never heard that. Really? You've never heard Is that, that a thing? That's oh like if God. like if you cows are laying down, it's gonna rain. That? Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. If what? Yeah. Cows are laying down, it's gonna rain. Yeah. If if I've the, heard if that the, either. If the I've cows are up feeding and moving around, when if like a front's coming or something, they can tell the barometric pressure's changing. Yep. So they get up and they know they need to feed. Because when the storm comes, they're going to lay down and chew their cud. Well, deer chew their cud, too. So deer supposedly do the kind of the same things as cows and stuff. You know, wind fronts and weather patterns are coming in. That was the fact of the week from Mark Reif. Sorry, I'm from West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) So the cows are... So it's true, man. Driving, Ask Trevor Schmidt. He'll tell you for sure. <laughs> Trevor Schmidt would that know. That guy know, will know for sure. He yeah, will. we got to drive down a couple hollers. Not yeah. too many. So <laughs> tomorrow morning, when my dad and I are driving to the stand, the, the deer are, uh, or the deer, the cows are up and moving. That means the deer are going to be That's moving. That's right, right. How are you going to see them? 
don't headlights. Know. Too dark. Uh, the Milky okay. Way. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just feel so you have headlights light. on your. Well, you might not have headlights on your. <laughs> and no, I got headlights. It's not two tail lights. <laughs> so the goals for opening day. Here's the thing. We got a couple of buddies that have killed big deer already, and uh, like my cousins have literally just <laughs> killed everything out west. Like my one cousin Scott killed a nice Pope and Young bull. Tyler killed like a. 360 to 380 question mark bull public ground Colorado. Then Scott kills an antelope in Nebraska or something, I think. And then yesterday he kills a 13 point whitetail. It's awesome. That's in insane. two weeks. That's insane. So, yeah, it was within like 13 days or something. Yeah. Wasn't it? yep. He's doing okay. Or 11 days. <laughs> Ross Bigger crazy. put down a nice buck. Yeah, that was a nice one. Um, our buddy Clint Casper. He's oh, been, dude, that podcast. was a big deer. He shot a stud uh, triple main beam. I That happened to pop up on my feed. You know, normally, like, uh, it was one of those things I just happened to click, and I see Clint, and I'm like, oh, that's a deer. Yeah. I think this season you're going to see a lot of big deer going down. You already have. I mean. I know. it. It's not like it's. It seems different than every other year. Well, last year, a lot of our friends shot big deer, and you guys all shot big deer. Trevor did, too. And mm-hmm. I wonder, um, and I wanted to bring this up. Because it's like the black moon is what they call it. And I didn't look into it. Black moon. But, I've yeah, they say it's like... It, Red it, moon. It, no, it's a it's a black moon where apparently in one lunar cycle you get two black non-full moons. Around. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I, I looked at that and I was going to look into it, but um, I I know uh, G, our buddy Gene, Gene Miller, your buddy, yeah, Mr. is moon all man. about... Yeah, Mr. Moon, the man in the moon himself. Yeah. Is all about hunting the moon, and I mean, I'm kind of wondering, you know, if these guys got like their weather app, you know, Woo Underground, and then they got that moon app. What other apps could you have? Well, like Hunt Stand has like, so it'll show your moon. Do phase. they have the moon in there too? So like, and it'll yeah. it'll tell you like peak game activity times, like AM minor. So what's AM tomorrow major. saying? So AM minor is six twenty eight to eight thirty eight. AM major is eleven forty six to two forty eight. And that's p.m. to a.m., so they're moving late at night. And then p.m. Hmm. is 6.18 p.m. to 8.28 p.m. I need to minor. read some books or, like, watch some some educational it's, film. It's weird. I don't know how they come up with this stuff, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and all these times and everything. It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what time do <laughs> you want to put in today? Yeah. They're looking at nothing but the, what the cows are doing. Oh, dude, we could sell them. <laughs> See the lady with the white gloves? Here's a ketchup popsicle for her. There's, yeah, I, a, there's one dude that hunts public land exclusively that runs that app, and he's like, okay, the days I can go, I'm going to make all the deer movement look <laughs> shitty, and then I'm going to go out and hunt. That's it, dude. That's not a bad idea. No, there is some some legitness to the movement of deer and and legitness what fish and yeah, <laughs> that was legitness. Let's hear it, Mark. And, and fish, you know how fish will feed at times. There is some some to it, but I don't think it's as much as some guys feel that it's everything in the world. See, I didn't know hunt stand. Yeah. Also, they have a parcel info, so it'll tell you who actually owns the property if you don't know. Really? Yeah. There was an app that I got that told cool. you about, like, all the parts. Yeah. It was basically a, uh, what do they call it, plot book? That thing's a book? running active thing, that, that ownership map or whatever. Yeah, plat map. 
the parcel is what they call it, a parcel map so it'll show you all who owns the property or whatever yeah but there's really. some if i'm not mistaken there's some that you can get for free i think iowa you can get most of the eastern half for free yeah but a lot of like them are dated infor- i think i don't think they're updated well it might not be well, but it's public information with iowa you can you just get on the dnr website they get a parcel yeah. map with everything and just click on it. And it'll but I know exactly with, who owns it. with Illinois, there's certain counties that they don't have all that public, you know, who lives where. And I can see why they wouldn't do that. Like, that's kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't want people knowing what I own and where I own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is kind of weird it's, to me. It's, pub- it's public information, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not. My name isn't plastered on my house, but I kind of get it. So that's kind of... Every six months or so, I get a plat map book that comes in the mail. Do you really? It tells Dude. me everywhere, everybody that lives everywhere. Yeah, how many acres they own. You really? Know, you're not out in the sticks enough, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you can go to the courthouse and get... Yeah, yeah no, you can't. Oh, the county, uh, the farm bureau, and pay We're like all talking, 20 like, bucks. Man, where do you find this information? No, yeah, you can go to like, <laughs> the, the two county. old dudes over here, like, dude, one comes to my house, yeah. so you can go to the courthouse, yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, you can get like the, I think it's the county farm bureau, pay like 20 bucks, and it's an update. I thought it was once a year. It's either once a year or every six months. It might be once a year. Yeah, it probably is. But yeah, it's, it's not horribly expensive. I mean, it's kind of cool, you know, if you're looking at property, you know who you can talk to. Do we but, want to talk? All right, let's, we'll transfer information. What? Uh, what? We'll do a roundtable starting with Steve because right. you're uh, staring at me. Um, <laughs> what's your goal for the season? Get a steak dinner with some fine whiskey. <laughs> I uh, no, I think my goal for this year is um, I put uh, I tried some throw and grow this year. You know, I kind of want to see how it how it reacts. You know, just kind of work the property a little bit different than I have. Um, you know, I want to see, uh, yeah, obviously I want to put some stuff on the ground, but I kind of just want to see if I change a couple things, what, what could happen, you know, not nothing major, but I just want to see if I can tweak a couple where some stands are, you know, maybe put a little bit of food here or kind of, um, you know, maybe not mow a trail here like we have and kind of move it over here. Just, just certain things that I want to, want to try to accomplish. They're not big goals, but. I mean, obviously, so you just want to get some meat and try different things. Yeah. Well, don't make it sound like I'm experimenting in college, but, you know, I just I want to. <laughs> I was going to say. I yeah, I just. Oh, I, boy, I, here we I, go. There's a couple things that I want to try, but, I, me. you know, overall goal is just get out as much as I can. Have new content to bring to the podcast. Cut some brown hair. <laughs> Cut some hey, brown there hair. you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> It ain't much, but I'm, I'm I'm sorry for sucking the moment. I'm sorry I'm not like I'm gonna make put a 190 joke, inch. You know what? That's actually a better answer. Most guys, I want to shoot a big ass buck. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you actually put some thought goal. into it. Yeah. yeah. Just want to represent my pro staffs as best yeah. as possible right. this season. <laughs> I want to at least shoot a deer wearing a Yeti hat. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't own a Yeti hat, so I might have to go buy one or shoot a deer first and then go buy one. All right, Marky Mark. Oh, man. It's been a few years. I need a Pope and Young Buck bad. Last year, I was right there, man. Up and and down, up and down, up and down. It didn't happen. Did you say you want to shoot a big buck? Is that what you just said? That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. He kind of churched it up a little bit, though. I don't don't go too big like Steve. I just hope my dad and my son do the same thing. (laughs) You know, it's not asking too much. Three of them. After your season, man, you at last year was just up and down. It was yeah. rough. Yep. It was rough. Yep. Definitely. Papa Dave? And it's like every year. Um, always want to be successful. Fill the freezer. Mm-hmm. Have a good time hunting with my son. 
Um, we just, usually do that every yes. year. Mm-hmm. I only pulled and, the sun that, card. That's half of it, or more than half of it. It's it's always a good time, just getting out there. You know, even if you're not successful, it's just nice to sit. Yeah, yep. as long as I have a place to sit in a tree stand, I'm happy. Yep. yep. And have a good chance of seeing a deer. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my goals are I want to kill something and put meat in the freezer, but also it's about you know. Meeting up with you guys and hearing stories, what you seen that day, and right. hear what the hell's going on. So, Kurt, ideally, I would like everyone in this room to be successful. I get pumped about my buddies and my dad, especially shooting deer. Yeah, and I really don't do. ever tell Kurt you killed a deer because he'll uh, call you about eighty six thousand times. No, I want to yeah. be a part of it, man. Like <laughs> I get, I love like if I get to be a part of like Mark shot a buck last year, and we had an issue with he, he hunts right by a river. And the deer ran into the river. But the thing is, it's like we we blood trailed. I went. Up, well, how late were we out there? Two in the morning, probably. Yeah, yeah. I drove out there. I'm like, I'm going out there to yeah. blood trail. Like, I just love getting on blood trails because one, I want to experience like my buddies finding their deer. You know, I think that's fun. Yeah. It's like it's a big deal. Oh, yeah. But it also makes you a better hunter too to get yeah. out there and experience oh, that. Well, that too. I feel like every blood trail I've ever gotten the opportunity opportunity to go on. I have, and you learn something new from every single blood trail. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I kind of, I don't feel like I'm an absolute ex. I don't know. I just, I just can't call myself an expert on blood trails, but I feel like I have enough experience because I've always volunteered and I've been so gun ho to get on blood trails. But that's getting off the. But topic a lot of people of think it's just you know finding blood, but you actually got to read your blood trail and see yeah. where. I mean, there's it's a store. landed and where. Right how high it is or yeah. low and a blood trail can tell you a lot a lot can. more than what like the average person would think just like your arrow your arrow will tell you a lot if you got blood on it yeah there was that perfect yeah. thing you shared on facebook a couple days ago it was, it was shared uh, it. i shared oh that. was that yeah. you that shared it i uh, couldn't tell uh but it was yeah it was such a good description of dude this is what this blood will look like and this is what you can react to and they broke that down to it was, it was a good read if you're not really familiar with yeah, it you was, know, reading your arrow. The thing where I learned a lot was hunting with, you know, like Jim Burns. My dad and I hunt with Jim Burns and uh, Jeff Powell's and uh, my buddy Jason. Just we, all of us get on different blood trails. It's cool to see, um, like, oh, yeah, looking at an arrow and there's hair on the arrow. And Jeff Powell's one time was like, dude, this is all belly hair. And I he showed me the arrow. <laughs> well, you know, because the guy he shot it from hit it up high and it exited out the belly of chest hair and it was all that white type yeah it's a yeah. weird it's a different type of hair right and i always remember he's like hey kurt check this out so this is belly hair this is how i could tell and this is the blood and this is what organs it went through and ever since he showed me that it stuck in my mind so when we were on the blood trail last year for Derek kaleberg shot his buck and I look at the arrow same thing i'm like that's all belly hair i was like that's weird strangely all belly hair <laughs> and um it was. It was. It was nothing but belly hair. And Trevor was like, "Good call on the belly hair thing, man." I'm like, <laughs> I just remember that certain right? scenario. He's the, he's the guy that looks like Steve Austin, right? No, Jeff. Powell. Oh, okay, uh, all right, nope. different guy. Um, Jeff Powell's is Pope and Young measure, Boone and Crockett measure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, dude's an absolute stud. But uh, it's it's just you can learn a lot from other people. And blood trails is one of those like things. It's there's a, I don't know, you can break a blood trail down and do a lot, and there's a lot of theories, and that's the cool thing about having a buddy on a blood trail with you because, like, you might not, like, say if I shoot a deer and you guys are all on a blood trail with me, and... Well, it's nice <laughs> It's nice to have an extra set of eyes, you know, around. Yeah, no, it's it's especially nice if, if Kurt invites you out with his girlfriend to help him uh, drag a doe out that you know he shot, 
and you're looking for it, and he comes back, and he's like, Steve, you see it yet? No, I'm in the corn. Sam, will, will you come here first and <laughs> walk up on it? Meanwhile, Kurt saw the deer the whole time. Well, I know. I, it's, I, had, I, I made Sam walk up on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> <clears throat> I know what you're saying, though. People see different evaluate things in a different way. So well, everyone thinks right. di- everyone yeah. thinks different. Yeah, well, my, absolutely. Well, my first thing is like for sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Mark. That's like when I shot my buck last year, I got my dad's opinion and I called you and got your mm-hmm. opinion. But the thing is, like, say I shot a buck and I'm not thinking clearly because the adrenaline and mm-hmm. excitement, and I'm right. like, all I want to do is find that thing. I might push it too early and go in there and try and track it. I need someone to be like, I try. I feel like I do a decent job. Yeah. But really, what you need is your buddies there, and this is a yeah. tip. This is me speaking through experience and what I'd want to happen, and also as a tip for listeners, like have your buddy like, hey, you know, man, maybe you should wait. If yeah, you have a buddy, out. if you have a buddy out. that's talking you into some, go find it now. Go find it now. Get a new hunting buddy, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or terrible friend, or get yeah. one with more experience. You know, and it all, all depends too. But like, hey, man, looking at this blood, what do you think? Yeah. Well, let's go ten yards, see what happens. If it's a spot. One every ten yards, man. We might want to give it some time, definitely, and see what happens. If you know you got bright lung blood and there's bubbles in it, then you're gonna know, like, okay, this deer is not too far up ahead. But it's always nice, especially if you kill a deer deer of the lifetime. You know that you can't wait to put your hands around the rack. You want to take your time and do it right, unless you hunt by a river. Then go get yeah, him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go get him right away. Go save him. He's jumping yeah, in. Because when you're sitting there calling people and celebrating, he's floating away. <laughs> oh yeah, you should have. You should have. Should have shot him with one of those uh, air bows. You oh, know, he would have filled him up with air. He just would have floated. He would have seen him. But the thing is, with like Mark's situation, you couldn't help that. No, no. nothing I could do. That's you know I mean? Mother Nature. Right? I yeah, could yeah. see the blood trail from the tree stand and just paint bucket in the snow. I right. mean, it was the best blood trail I ever followed. Just happened to go across the river. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like okay, pitch black. Of course, I shot him in the afternoon. You know, right before dark. Uh huh. You know, if I'd have had daylight right away, I could have maybe. Oh my God, he's in the river. I'm getting a canoe and going after him all day long. I'm gonna paddle and catch him. Right, right. So, well, just one of those deals. Like, it shoulda, woulda, coulda. <clears throat> I shoulda got down right away. Well, if you would have yeah. got down right away, saw him, and then I jumped into the river, you would have been like, dang, I shoulda waited. He would have died exactly. right on the bank. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why two people are three or better than one, because you just bounce Absolutely. ideas off each other. Well, yep. it's kind of like your buck last year. Uh, such a good blood trail, and then we followed the blood trail, and we seen where it laid down and then got up. So we sat back for another hour out in the woods on a log and just yeah, kind of yep. waited it out. Right. Yep. Well, the thing with that situation is the blood was so good. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, insane. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I, it's whatever. always, though, if you got that feeling, when in doubt, just back out. Yeah, yeah we found the first uh, bed spot, and we're like, oh, no. No, he yeah. jumped up. Yeah, when you see a first bed spot, I'm done. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm out, done. Of, you're out of there. Yep. yep. So we did. We sat there, and we're like, well, I'm going to sneak real, 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 real slow, and mm-hmm. worked out. <laughs> worked out perfect, actually. Actually, probably, you know, it was exciting. You know, yeah, that, oh, yeah. you Heck never yeah. get that chance to no, sneak up on a no. big buck like that. You no. know, 152 inch eight, you just, it's rare. Yeah. Plus, you know, what was even better about that. While you were trying to sneak up on him, you were talking to me on the phone. No, you were calling me. <laughs> uh, yeah. That wasn't better. Thing. That was an interruption. If so. you guys hear the <laughs> intro, like <laughs> that's what that story is about. Yeah, if, yeah. Guy, if guys listen to the, if you guys listen to the intro and you're like, man, I wonder what these snippets are from the one where I'm like. 
Steve's calling me while I'm trying to. I don't know. Steve's Steve calling me standing while, up. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Steve's calling me while I'm waiting for this deer to stand up. That's yeah. that podcast. <laughs> um, Steve's begging for another bush latte. Right I'm not now. begging. I'm Just telling her. I'm about to cut him off again. <laughs> but, well, uh, I'll be begging for another whiskey when I go put a deer down tomorrow. I hope you do, man. I hope you do. Um, Blood trails is something we really haven't gotten in a lot of detail on before. Yeah. We should have an episode about that. Well, we can talk about it right now. I mean, if we want to yeah. break it down, or we could uh, we can do another one specifically, like different scenarios on mm. how to do it. Mm. But I mean, there's been some weird ones. Yeah, there's a lot of differences in what you do and where you hit them too. Whether you push them, you know, there's a few shots where you actually push the deer, make them bleed out. Mm. As long as you got a good blood trail, very right. rare. But like a like a hit in the back leg, the femoral artery, or the ham, or something well, like Dad, that. Dad, you had that. Because you I can don't... make them bleed out. There's only one or two shots like that. But Dad, you hit an eight-point. It was um, back in the day, 03, 04. Yeah, it was way back. Um, well, back in the day. Some guys are laughing. For me, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was a youngster. <laughs> 13. They're like, my kid was graduating college in 03. <laughs> you hit that deer. We couldn't find any blood, and we found one spot. Going into the timber, like literally a speck. It looked like someone yeah. just took a, a pen and just a little dab. Like an eyedropper. Just yep, like a little dab. And then it, um, we go into the timber, and it just went from, it tapered into the most insane blood trail you've ever seen in your life, and it was that artery. Yeah, and he was in there about 10 feet down. Yeah, nuts. That was that was probably the craziest blood trail next to my buck last year. Last year's buck was nuts. Um it looked like when you showed me the pictures, you were like, "You're like, dude, check this out." It looked like somebody took one of those, you know, it was like those turf spreaders that you can have on. Like a lot of guys use it for, you know, when you're spreading seed or whatever. And not turf spreader, but like, like a, the hand spreader. Yeah, the hand spreader. It looked like somebody just had, <laughs> like that full of blood and just walked down. And I was like, "Oh my god," you know, it was, Nuts. I, it was thick. It was a great blood trail for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, you could walk, and I have to think about, like, all right, where's the next spot. It's just like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, I can see it up there. It was consistent all the way through. Pretty crazy. But blood trails are definitely something that, you know, don't if you see a deer go down, walk the blood trail right mm-hmm. up to where it, just observe it, look at it, see what it's what the blood looks like. Because you go up there like double lung. Study it. Now you know. Study yeah. it. Now you know that's what double lung blood looks yeah. like. Or it could just be Clark Cummings or Ross Bigger, and you know you just see where your deer falls. Yeah, they just don't even yeah, move. Well, they don't well, even move a even, <laughs> even if you do see it, still walk the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, le- a learning opportunity. Like I always want to be. I don't. I feel like I need to be on a thousand more blood trails to be this guy. But I want to be the guy who's like, man, I don't know what's going on. I want to call Kurt. Yeah. But you don't get that way unless yeah. it's a compliment when somebody calls you a bloodhound. Right. It's yeah. like, <laughs> hey, man. You you know, if you follow 10 of them in your life or if you followed 200 of them, you know, right. it's just, Hey, have you guys ever used those? Like they have those special lights that have like, you click them. They, like they blue or red. Yeah. Or they or have or that or different hue and the, the red <laughs> is supposed to be su- supposed to pop. Do you guys ever use those? Have you ever, has, has, has any of our listeners used them? My dad's shaking his head. We did in the day when they first came out, like when they, well, I don't know how long they've been out, but I remember when they first started marketing um pretty heavily. I think the one I have is a Surefire flashlight. Oh, it is? I don't think it's a Surefire. It's something like that. It was an expensive little light. But it's got the lens that pops up, and you can put the different colors. Mm. You still have different, it? Different shade. Yeah. yeah. Do you have it with you right now? I might be in my truck. I don't know. I'll have to get it out. But, okay, so yeah, it has the lenses that flipped over it, and they're like, what, 
like the 3D color, like it's like red and blue. I can't remember what it it's is. Just yeah. More, yeah, it's like it's red. More purple. It's more purple of a light. Do you ever have one of them hat lights that you can click the button yeah. on? That's a, I got what. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's a hat the light. purple look instead of the bright white beam. It's just. Well, yeah. Trevor was telling us about some like spray he mixed up. You know, yeah. you can spray it on the blood and it, like makes it like, like, like CSI stuff. Uh, yeah, hydrogen yeah. peroxide. It's like, man, we didn't find any blood, but there's semen everywhere. I don't know what the deal is with <laughs> this. <laughs> it, must, it must be rut. He said hydrogen. I've heard hydrogen peroxide, but he said hydrogen peroxide and like a, a certain color food color, like dye. Yeah, yeah. Because it would really? it would foam up. And, you know? and yeah, absolutely. The hydrogen peroxide. I've sprayed it on blood before. You know, being a taxidermist. Well, I mean, so I'm I, like, hey, I'm gonna check that out. And it bubbles just like when you get a cut and you put hydrogen yeah, peroxide absolutely. on yourself. Really? It makes yeah, sense. it'll bubble. So it'll make the blood bubble up and get so bigger. I think so you said like green food coloring maybe? Yeah. Yeah, it was maybe green. green. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Green so if green you have blue. one speck of blood and you spray that out, sh- 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 yeah. does it foam up? Well, or? yes. Like you, if never, you, were, you never dumped a dump that on like a cut? Say, you know, when you get oh, yeah. up. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Say when you get in one of those situations where you're crawling on your hands and knees. Oh, man, we're down to one speck of blood. You can get on your hands and knees and just spray left and right in a three-foot path, you know, or whatever, the pet trail you think the deer's on, and and just keep looking with your light, and sooner or later it'll, you know, it'll make that little drip that of little blood bubble up. And Wait, if you're, doing, if you're doing at night, couldn't you do a, with a black light? Just show blood without having to spray the stuff the, on it? Or have I watched too much TV? Yeah, I think you're CSI in it. Yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> I've not tried the black light. Because, yeah, you see those guys in the like, oh, Guys say blood. that lanterns would put off the greatest. You know, the old Coleman the lanterns? Old ones. And they take aluminum foil and wrap the back side so it doesn't shine at you and it shines forward. Man, they, the old guy, timers swore by them lanterns. I saw the other day I was in Walmart. Bush because they didn't have flashlights. Yeah, right. Yeah, you start the whole woods on fire. Oh, I spilled the kerosene. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Whoop. Shit. Put that oh, out. Jesus. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. There what he are you is. doing, He's Frank? Cooked. Yeah, the meat's cooked already. <laughs> Frank, get your shit together, man. Jeez, you spilled the lantern. What? I, yeah, that, dude, I always remember those lanterns as a kid. Yeah, they had that little pouch that was like metal but somehow stayed on fire. Yeah. It wasn't metal. Yeah. It looked metal. I never got to touch it because I ruined everything I touched. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, um, I was at Walmart the other day, and Bushnell, I didn't realize this, is starting to make uh, like headlamps and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. They make really? this lamp that's like the whole front of it. It's like called the blood something. Oh, what is it called? I pulled up. Did you um, buy it? No. I, I didn't. Did you fall for the gimmick? Yeah, no. I bought something. I don't know the name of it. I, I, have, a, I have a Bushnell I, flash. I will I say that this, that I like. When I'm blood trailing, I like that purple light better. I don't use it on purpose. As like, but it's, it's not gonna, as bright, you know yes, what I mean? It, it, it gives kinda, you a different look of yep, the ground. Absolutely. And it's not just this bright white on the... Yeah, yeah. it makes everything... It does kind of bring everything into Here focus easier. The Bushnell Tracker 1000 <gasps> Lumen Lantern. Look at that thing. Four Whoa. light modes, high, low, spotlight, red, area light, and spotlight options. Does it have a weather radio in it, too? <laughs> it looks like it would. <laughs> it looks like know. a canteen of some sort. It takes four... Oh, what size batteries like, are those? Uh, I got a plastic Ugh. one kind of like that, but it's. I don't have a light side. like that on the front. You know, I don't know. That could be a good. It looks like, you know, you hold it, it's got the handle you know on the top. What? That'd be awesome for when you're skinning and gutting, too, I mean. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That'd be a good light. Yeah, rather bucks. Steve, hold your iPhone light Whoever up. Whoever invented that knife with a flashlight <laughs> built into it is a genius. They don't make them anymore. Uh, they don't make they them don't? anymore. No, oh, <laughs> You'll no. find out about that later. Huh. Um, Atlanta. Let's see what written some reviews on it. Everyone said uh, poorly made. The quality yeah. is cheap. It's poorly made. 
Don't buy this. <laughs> Consumer Reports product. Texas Tornado <laughs> Alley family member Christmas. All right, I've had enough. Yeah. This, this person's very impressed. Uh, I'm not going to buy it, I don't think. You know, here's the thing. Great idea, I, though. I got it because I bring it up because I've got one of those flashlights that I've only used for. It's this little small one, and I got it when I got my rangefinder. And the way that the clip sets, it sets perfectly on a hat, so you don't need a headlamp. And you turn this flashlight on, and it does the job. I mean, it gets super bright. It's an LED. For this little thing, I mean, you know, if you turn it on, like, if you're walking through the woods and you crank it all the way to its wide, like, it's super bright. And I was... Eric, what was the flashlights you had at your house that you guys got from Menards, the crazy bright ones? Oh, they're just, uh, I think they're Menards brand or something. Oh, I got that one Railvac. Yeah, the $20 I don't know. on me. That I don't, it's on my truck. I don't know what Is it one of the monster ones? It's not too big. It's only, I mean. Menards uh, had them for like 12 bucks. I almost they were bought cheap, one. I didn't. Yeah. And they are so insane. It's the brightest flashlight I've ever seen in my life. Well, that one stays in my truck at all times. You, you know, never know the, when you're going to need yeah, it. Yeah. The we reason we'll get that after this episode. Yeah. The reason why I, uh, I'm bringing it up because this is the light. It has like on the back, if you like halfway click it, it'll click to that, that blood trailing mode. And, you know, it. It kind of lights up a little, you know, weird. I, it, there's about three colors that they put in it, like we were talking about. So I just never really messed yeah. with it. You know, I just turn it on, use it to get in my stand and just... I don't know if it we, helps we, illuminate the blood per se. I just think it helps me see the better. I it's, didn't get to use it last year. <laughs> Steve, why do you need a light? You don't get to your stand till it's daylight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying when I'm leaving, just in case there's no monsters chasing me. <laughs> well, here's the... Uh, here it would be probably the most popular one, the Primo's Blood Runner HD Blood Trailing Spotlight. Yeah. Um, Did they just put HD in front of everything? Yeah. Well, yeah it's high so this is a picture of what apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. This is what it's supposed to look like. Whoa. Which is, that. it's like okay. a pur- purpley hue, and like the blood is like a vibrant orange look to it. Yeah. Looks like your hunting so- vest. It's like it turns everything else purple, which makes the red stick out. It, it yeah. like makes everything else look somewhat the same. So would yep. that, you know, you're you, not you, seeing as many other the leaves colors. See if there's like, any reviews written on this because this is something to talk. Thirty-two customer reviews, and I'm on Cabela's right now. It's um, seventy-nine ninety-nine. Car- Carbellas. Um, here's. I have to admit that I was a bit skeptical about how well this flashlight was actually going to work, but I figured I'd give it a shot. Um, what's the price on this rig? Eighty bucks. Oh, whoa! How it's beyond shocked when I used it the first time to truck and doe that I shot my crossbow just before legal shooting time ended for the day. I generally will only take an animal. Okay, don't need to know about your life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my child is six. We had a good birthday. Someone stole all the Capri Suns. <laughs> I think I know this guy. <laughs> um, that's a detailed uh. Maybe. Yeah, they kind of went got, on for what they good is, reviews. That was like though. three and a half paragraphs long, dude. <laughs> That's like five stars on I, most of them. Just yeah. like, yeah, cool, liked it. It worked. Like, I've you don't tried other blood reviews. flashlights before, but the, but uh, was always disappointed. But this one went on sale. The reviews looked good, so I decided to try it. I never really needed uh, to track a wounded deer this year, but I did try it out on some blood trails. Played with it the first time with the snow on the ground. I think it did help, but I wasn't sure. I was that impressed. By the second weekend of gun deer season, we had lost our snow, so I was able to check it out on grass and leaves. Everyone was there. I thought it was a huge difference between the flashlight and just a regular bright flashlight. I was happy with the difference, and I'm glad I bought it. Interesting. Well, for 80 bucks, I don't think I'm going to go out and buy one. Yeah. 
Everything sort of works, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Do you really hey, got to have hey, it's it? better not having hey, a flashlight I'd, at all. I'd be happier to hit the 12 ring and just have lots of blood. Right. There you go. Then anybody can go. see it. You know what's weird? Is colorblind people. How the heck do they do it? We hunted with colorblind people. Three, really? three brothers. They couldn't see blood at all. Yep. Really? How'd they do it? Did they see they the, didn't. the shine? I went with them. Can you see the shine from the yeah, wet he, blood a I'm little? I'm sure. Blood. It's so... I have a buck. <laughs> You're on Fleet and Farm website. <laughs> I mean, they could see a really good blood trail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I was going to say, there's different levels of colorblindness. But they can see too. the spots on the ground of the blood. They can actually right. see the colors, the way they made it sound, because... Like the way they describe it, like I can see apples, and I I can't see the red of the apples in a tree. It right. just looks like they're all everything's the same. Well, color. they don't understand what the concept of red is. Yeah, red's a color. Cool. What are colors? I don't understand. Well, it looks. You can't describe color red. to somebody. Reds, yeah, you can see colors. The reds just can't look see. more like oh, browns. certain colors. Yeah, certain colors. The reds look more like browns. My old boss was colorblind. He wasn't honor though, so I teased him the first day we rode to work together. I said, "How do you know which light?" to go on at the street light. It's like the top one or the bottom one, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I was just messing with you. That's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know. He made me feel good one time. I went out, I shot a deer, and we went out the next morning to track. It's like, okay, I can see that blood. Yeah. Like, he couldn't see the blood. He could see the, the yeah. spots of it on hey, the leaves. Charles could see that blood, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he can't. He's dead. You mean Stevie Wonder. <laughs> so yeah, them guys. I don't know. That would uh, definitely suck. You'd have to have uh, a hunting buddy you trusted for sure. Yeah. Could you? Yeah, that's 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 too deep into a conversation. That's that's you know. Uh-huh. Never well, mind. What? Let, say it. You the, can't. The, the, well, because I'm thinking like, all right, if you have like a disability, uh, you all right, up. you know, and you can get, <laughs> yeah, what you get us to do? Like a dog, you know, you you can have a dog track the deer for you. You know, in special circumstances, like, dude, this is my service dog because I'm colorblind. Do you see why I tried to stop Kurt and then yeah. you lured me in? I should have just yeah. bought. Speaking you. of that, my son just got a new German Shepherd. Yes, we're he did. Tra- you have a dog. Thank you for changing something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna change it to or treat, train it to try to get, find sheds and blood trail. So might as well sheds. I especially. hope his dog's not colorblind. Though we'll be in big trouble. <laughs> I want to talk about. Why he's like, got a nose, Mark? <laughs> I know that was a joke. He so just can't smell. <laughs> yeah, he can't. I don't smell know about this German Shepherd. He can't smell a goddamn. I have My dog cannot smell anything. Dog goes broke. It's terrible. Yeah, he's a healer though. Oh, your shepherd, your shepherds. No, my shepherd can't. My healer can't smell. Probably it. been kicked in the nose by a cow. <laughs> Probably yeah, healers he's, aren't he's known a, for. He's an idiot. <laughs> Those aren't okay. tracking dogs. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what do you got pulled up here, Kurt? Let's let's move on from that atrocity. We just a fifteen dollar Rayovac Sportsman LED blood tracker <laughs> flashlight. Okay, um, Rayovac is a battery that I don't trust. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just say, you know, you got your Primos for eighty. You got the Rayovac one for fifteen. So uh, there's no reviews on. That. <laughs> well, we're also on Fleet and Farms <laughs> website. Farm. Mills Fleet Farm. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Uh, hey, proudly serving America's heartland. Man, dude, that that's a Wisconsin company, ain't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, there it's you not go. Farm and Fleet. It's Fleet no. and Farm. So interesting stuff about blood trails. Opening day, hopefully we all get to get on one tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Yeah, if you're listening to this about three minutes away from so where you're staying. We hope everyone has good luck. Send us your success pictures or just your cool hunting pictures. Yeah, we got the trophy room. The trophy room has we got a more lot picks. in there. Don't be intimidated by what's in there now because a lot of big critters just went in the trophy room. And, uh-oh. <laughs> and it's uh, looking pretty awesome. Um, I mean, you know, a trophy is not... 
what everybody else thinks is a trophy. It's what you think is a trophy. Yeah, the trophy room is whatever you want to put in it. There's does in there. There's smaller bucks yeah. in there. You have a button buck, and it's your it, – it, put it in there. The yeah. only well, one no we one's judge, gonna judge is you. Steve. I get judged uh, for everything. I had an idea um, what we could try and do throughout the season, and it's going to be tough with our work schedules, but I think it would be cool like if someone shoots a deer and like it's a pretty unique story, you know, send us like a picture and tell us a story a little bit, just real briefly, and we can try and schedule something. I think it would be cool to tell hunting stories throughout hunting season of people who had like success. Yeah, absolutely. So, kind of like, like the one episode we did where people called in. Yeah, we'll have to do another one of those after season. But yeah, but like, Jake and Nick Miller can't call in from O-Town Outdoors. They're already having too much good luck. So, yeah. And Tyler and Scott are done, too. The, podca- the podcast is uh, good luck, it seems like, yeah. for some of our guests. So, <laughs> But if you have uh, good luck and you want to talk about your story or whatever, let us know, and we'll figure something out as best as we can. We'll try and make it work, even if we got to do a Sunday night podcast after yeah. all the hunting's done. Message um, us on, you know, you can message us on Instagram, which I didn't know you could message on Instagram. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we get a lot of messages, especially yeah. lately, so it's kind of Message, awesome. yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go to the website if you're unsure how to find any of those, workingclassbowhunter.com. Um, I think the phone number's on there, so go ahead and give us a call. Yep, yep. Um, that's about it. This episode is kind of random all over the place, but it's opening day. We just want to get together. Did it not feel like hunting camp? Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is so. uh, this has been a fun episode for me, guys. I just want to uh, take time to you know thank each and every Kurt, Eric, Papa Dave, Mark. Like, I love you guys. Um, I'm sa- I'm really excited for deer season tomorrow, but I'm more excited to be hanging out with you guys. Um, really looking forward to this season. I I don't want to sound corny and hokey, but I seriously love each and every one of you guys from the bottom of my heart. This is such a good time for me i'm thrilled you guys are my family i love you guys so much and this is really what it's all about for all you anna hunters yeah, this is ba- i'm not gonna say anything bad back off <laughs> you know what i mean but uh I, I this is really what it's all about and i'm super happy to have you guys in my life and i can't wait to see what tomorrow brings man well we wish you the best of luck because yeah. steve is going to put it ha- put it down first day how cool <sighs> that be there's a porterhouse on the line well mm. and then back straps too but <laughs> well, i'm mainly thinking about that cooked steak because i don't have to awesome cook it part. you basically said that hit nail on the head i mean all of us that hunt you know just this is it man oh, yeah. wait and wait for season just to talk to the buddies just to get out in the woods so yeah man right. it makes you emotional and brings well, the, out well the camaraderie is like the half of it and it's like not everyone has that hunting camp where everyone's hunting the same property yeah. but we're all local yeah. oh yeah so yeah. why can't we all get together and make our own hunting camp like on a regular basis like right. you know once a week we do it for the podcast yeah. um because we're able to do that but like you know once we're all in town for rut and we're all going to be hunting hard for a yeah. week straight in rut like we'll get together we'll podcast and we'll hang out and I just tell buddies. a bunch of bullshit stories like we always yeah. do yeah buddies we'll, that do that hang out in the garage start a fire sit in the oh, lawn yeah. chairs talk about what no, don't start a fire in the garage no. well, cook some back straps <laughs> maybe yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's I mean, this, it's what it's all about really there's a sign that is uh as you're leaving kurt's living room there's this uh, sign that it says hunting season is and it's one of those flip signs and it's really cool we should you should put, uh, post a picture when you get to flip it, because hunting season is closed, but tomorrow it's going to be open. open. You finally get to do that. And there is just something so, you know, 
I'm going to flip it right after this podcast because it's got to have time to let the gates of op- opening day yeah. just settle in a little Take bit. Take the lid so. off the jar. Yep. But, uh, yeah, definitely. It's so much fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Kind of a little random all over the place, but uh, that's kind of what we do. It's haunting camp, man. Um, that's what we do. Give us your input. Just shoot us an email. Um, hit us up on anything social media. We'll respond, and uh, we appreciate all the listens and uh, input and everything more than you guys probably realize. So, that being said, good luck to all of you. Um, hope to hear from you, and uh, hopefully this is the good luck episode. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yep. I got to say, Kurt. And be safe. Yep. Be yes, safe. be safe. Go wear, wear your, your safety harness. harness. I don't care if you're on a ground, ground blind or not. Wear your safety harness. <laughs> <laughs> Steve will have his helmet on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> have my helmet on every day. Go shoot your, your bow. bow.